It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey there, Steelers fans. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour by BehindTheSteelerCurtain.com. I'm Chris. I got Paul and Joe with me. Guys, we're on episode two. How's it going today? So far, so good. Ready to roll? <laughs> yeah, so far, so good. Now we have to do the rest of the half hour. You know, we got started. Let's do this. We are taping this midweek. The, the big Hall of Fame game hasn't happened. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm, I'm saying when we're taping it, because if it went horribly, it will look silly by saying we're looking forward to it. But it should be fun. Looking forward to the big game coming up Thursday night. And the start of another great Steelers season. It should be fun. Can we just record a couple of responses to the yes. Hall of Fame game just in case? <laughs> I cannot believe yes. what happened in that game. Or, or just record that and people are like, what? There what you go. The game or something? It, it was amazing. Yes. So many things that I didn't expect to happen have happened. Well, let's talk about our topic for tonight. Um, five Steelers that will be in the Hall of Fame that aren't already there. Kind of a loaded and dangerous topic because you got to wait five years before you make the Hall of Fame. So if you retire this year, you got to wait five years. That's what the rule says. And there are some guys, as you'll see in our selections, that are currently playing with the Steelers. So, obviously, a guy like Big Ben can't be inducted in the Hall of Fame this weekend. He's got to wait five years. But if we choose him, we're saying, look, based on what he's already done and what we think he'll do in the future, he's good enough right now for the Hall of Fame. So, that's kind of our look ahead. And, and did you I, just predict Ben retiring at the end of this year? 
He said that out loud. But I hear that uh, that isn't written in stone, apparently. Yeah, I mean, he could be around for a couple years. Isn't that, which... what, uh, isn't that what Rooney said? I heard that that's what Rooney said. It's not written in stone. Well, like, you know, you know, I didn't Robert... think you wrote contracts in stone. <laughs> well, and as Steelers fans, we have to plan out our visits to Canton because we have lots of good guys. You look at Big Bill Cower. You look at Troy. You, you know, we're like, hey, you know, it's been only a couple of short years since they retired. We got to plan out when Big Ben's going to Canton. So we got to figure this stuff out. So it should be good. I feel a little bad because I was in Canton this week. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I just got back home yesterday. That's Tuesday when we recorded this on, on Wednesday. Uh, and I left before the Hall of Fame game, before all of the inductions. I left before all of the madness really kicked in. Uh, yeah, I feel like a horrible Steelers fan, but I just wasn't, I wasn't there for any of that. <laughs> I was actually visiting my dad. So, you know... It was, it was a strange mantra has been you've always wanted out of camp before the Hall of Fame festivities. I so, so I'm you're living up to yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> and that is so important to me that I stay, yes. stay true to myself and true to my school. Well, we're good. The game's on national TV. We're good to watch. So hopefully it turned out all right. We'll know what the final score is. Hey, email me some ideas if you want to talk. Uh, Hall of Fame game. I'll, I'll respond. I'm I'm very anxious to see what happens. But let's get the list. We're a little bit limited in our time today. I gotta tell you guys. I mean, we're about the same age. I'm actually a little bit younger than you guys. But Easy. my goodness, <laughs> I'm looking at number five. And I'll be honest. I had this guy rated high. Paul and Joe didn't have this guy on the list. But you look at the classic Steelers steel curtain defense, and I'm not talking for. You know, let's just call Paul and Joe the hipsters because they look at classic as, you know, 2018. They're like, oh, this is old school. I'm talking about 70 Steelers, old school, stellar defense, Elsie Greenwood. Now, I'm not even sure these guys know who Elsie Greenwood was, but for us classic old school Steelers fans, um, defense alignment for the Steel Curtain and uh, pro football focus, I believe, <clears throat> just did a study where they weren't counting sacks back in the 70s, they looked through old tape, and they said, who would have led the Steelers in sacks? You know who would have led the Steelers in sacks in the Steel Curtain time? Elsie Greenwood. And that was over Mean Joe Green. That was over Jack Lambert, Jack Ham, all the other great guys in the defense. And, you know, we've had discussions about this in the past. I don't like the fact you've had to wait years. And, you know, Elsie Greenwood, it's been, what, probably 30 years since he's last played. But Elsie needs to be in the Hall of Fame, and I'm shocked you guys have him as number five. Well, I mean, that, it, to be fair, to me, I when I think of Elsie, seeing this list come together and hearing an interview with Franco Harris earlier today, I assumed he was in already. Okay. So that that's the the fact that there's still prominent members of the Steel Curtain not in is was news to me. So I, I plead ignorance on that. Okay. Well, isn't there only one like of the actual front four? It's just mean Joe green is the only one that's actually in the hall of fame. Well, I'm, I'm saying if, if, so, I mean, it really could be any of the other three guys. If we're just pulling out <laughs> legends of, of, of Pittsburgh uh, past, it's not that Elsie Greenwood wouldn't have deserved it. Certainly not. 
uh, it because you do at that point get when you're pulling these guys from far enough back. You know, we've had a lot of conversations, Chris. You've you've usually been against the idea of pulling these guys from the past, so I, you're you're being adamant about it now, which is a little strange to me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, it becomes difficult then to separate him from all the other deserving guys who have who have gone this far without getting in. Well, I'm saying even in the early 80s. Let's put LC in the early 80s. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I don't like the fact we're pulling these guys out of the nursing home and saying, hey, you know, I know you haven't played for 50 years, but now you're in the Hall of Fame. I don't like that. Let's get these guys in a lot sooner. And LC Greenwood definitely deserves to be on, the, on that list. I mean, I, mean, I okay. think that it still goes to your original point that, I mean, it would have been great for him to have this honor while he was still alive. Not, what, eight years yeah. Or plus after the fact. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very tough. All right. Number four. And again, what we do is we take a compiled list uh, between me, um, Joe, and Paul. So there's not agreement on here, but we're giving you our list and kind of giving you reasons why we have this list. I'm going to get a little controversial. I love me some Mike Tomlin. I love the fact that he's been around the sewage for so long. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's been a great reason why the Steelers do well. They don't fire coaches every other year like the Browns have done. I mean, they've got consistency. They've got, you know, good vibes. Definitely good there. But here's what I'm thinking. I love Mike Tomlin. I don't think there's not much bad you could say about Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's won one Super Bowl. Um, Good coach. I love the man. Not sure if he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, You guys are higher on Tomlin than me. What do you guys think? Well, I see here I'm going to say that because of the nature of the way we decided how we were going to talk about who we thought so we were including people who whose career has career left to play. Yeah, right. And so this is one of those things he has he does have a Super Bowl. We're also talking about a stellar win percentage for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's he's going to be in that conversation if nothing else magical happened from now on like if the career were to end we'd still there be a conversation he may not right. be a shoe and he may not be first ballot um right now but i'm um, i am confident that we're talking about more championships to come uh you know it may not be a full long dynasty where he's going to win 10 more super bowls or something i think we're going to be in contention uh and that's gonna we're gonna hang around we're all going to have good seasons. We're going to have high win percentages. We're going to, all of that stuff's going to continue to happen. And it may be a conversation later on where someone's going to say, yeah, but he only won one Super Bowl uh, or only won eight of them. Um, But, (laughs) but I, I think the stuff that he's done now would have him in the conversation. And I think he would deserve it. Well, here's an argument you can make to your side. Um, Tom Flores is going in this year, and and Tom uh, was a head coach for the Oakland Raiders. He won one Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. um, but he also won a Super Bowl as assistant coach and a Super Bowl as a player. Mm -hmm. Now, Tomlin hasn't done that, but you're right. Tomlin's got some time left. Wasn't wasn't he involved in some of those Bucks wins way back when? Okay. As an assistant? Yeah, okay. I'm not early, sure if it was early. the exact year, but yeah, he, he did yeah, coach right. for the Bucks. Yeah, we'd have to look up and see if it was that same year. But, but I guess what I'm saying is 
Forrest did not get in his first year of eligibility, but using that logic, right? T- I can put Tomlin at the same level of Flores. I, I think so. Interesting thoughts, Paul. But it is would how many Super Bowls would it take for you to be convinced on Tomlin? See, here's where I get controversial. I look at the Hall of Fame and I say, why are we building on wings and wings and wings where there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Hall of Famers? I would be happy. I mean, you have all the other stuff. Because time continues to happen. (laughs) You know what would be crazy? I want to have a best Hall of Fame of 50 people. And if somebody comes in that's better than 50 person. You you have to take one out. And put an honorable mention. Have a little oh, honorable man. mention. All then way. what do you? Then what do you do with the old ones? Do you just like chuck them out. Honorable mention. It's like dump them in the garbage also, can. Also receiving votes. Super I, Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know if it works, but, but but just food for thought. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean Tomlin. I mean no losing seasons. He's what one Super Bowl away from Don Shula. I mean I I, I don't know. I mean. If you think about head coaches over the past 20 years, other than Belichick and Andy Reid, how many head coaches would you say are clearly better than Mike Tomlin? 12. I just made up a number. I just <laughs> has nothing. I read there really aren't. I, I I wouldn't. I'm I'm with you. You don't have very many coaches that are winning multiple Super Bowls <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Other think- than what's his butt? Do you think there's a guy? <laughs> as much as I love Cowan and Tomlin, and yeah, give me Cowan and Tomlin all day. All I day. Mean, I, I can't imagine who else you would put in there. Anybody else get this feeling that maybe the Steelers could have won more if Briggs would have won a certain way in terms of Super Bowls with Cowan and Tomlin? I, I guess that's my only hesitation. And I'm not being grumpy Steelers fan. I'm just trying to be realistic here where I love Cowher and Tomlin, but you know, look at Cowher. There were a couple of years where we lost AFC tele games. We were double digit favorites. on. I mean, I'm, I'm still bitter that we lost the San Diego chargers in that AFC tele game. What was it? 94 where I really thought we had chance against the 49ers that year, but you know, we lost and the chargers got their clocks cleaned in the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm still a little bit there of that. So as much as I love Cower Power and all the great times, I, I'm like, that Chargers game still burns a hole in my backside. Uh, the Colts, you know, the year we went to the Super Bowl, we lost to the Cowboys. We came a, a quirky possible Hall of Fame, uh, um, well, not Hall of Fame, but a Hail Mary tip pass where we almost lost the Colts in the NFL game. So I, I, I've got all these conflicted feelings. Hey, I'm happy to see Cower Power in the Hall of Fame. I, I just the, the little nagging thoughts just kind of eat away at me about that. But I think to to be a head coach who consistently gets your team deep into the playoffs, or with Tomlin, I mean, to to pull yeah. off just not having a losing season. Um, that's even if you don't win at all, that's still incredibly impressive. Yeah, and again. Looking at who's in the Hall of Fame, I think of Tom Flores is in the Hall of Fame. And nothing against Tom Flores. Good coach. I We can make an argument for Bill Cowher. We can make an argument for Mike Tomlin in the Hall of Fame. Definitely. Sure. So, yeah, food for thought. Well, let's get started on this guy. We're almost at a break time. 
But number three, we have TJ Watt. Now, if I'm not sure if after his current time he's a Hall of Famer, but we're obviously saying if TJ Watt continues at the pace he's coming at, if he continues that way for seven or eight more years, and he plays at the same level, it's going to be hard to keep him away from the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. I think even more than what we were talking about, he's a little bit more speculative than we were with Tomlin, but looking at a trajectory of the career and where he's at right now, I I think the consistency that he's already shown, he's got the dedication, he's got the work ethic. This He's now at a place where he is consistent. He's in that prime of his career. So I, I think we're in a really solid position that in a couple of years, he's going to have the numbers that are going to be comparable to anybody who is in the Hall of Fame. Okay, and hey, we're listening here to the Steelers Power Half Hour. And like I said, this week we're talking about the Steelers who will be in the Hall of Fame that aren't already there. Um, We are coming up to our break. So hang on tight for a a little bit, and we'll be back to give our second half of our list. Thank you for checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Welcome back to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, second episode of the Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour. Again, I'm Chris. I got Joe and Paul with me. We're mm-hmm. talking great Steelers, Steelers that aren't in the Hall of Fame that should be, current and past ones. So far, Elsie Greenwood. Um, I'm not the guy who wants guys in there 30, 40 years after they retire. Elsie Greenwood should have been there in the 80s, but hey, Let's rectify this issue and let's take care of it. Um, Mike Tomlin, you know, Bill Cowher's in. We're talking about, hey, and Tomlin's got some career left. Could he make it? You know, I talk about Tom Flores. If Tom Flores is in, I think Mike Tomlin should be in. And number three, we started talking about the the great T.J. Watt. And hopefully Watt's career doesn't end soon. But we're we're assuming that Watt's going to still play at the same level he is. Hey, what a good thought. We were talking about this last week saying – I, we couldn't imagine TJ walking under 10 sacks, provided St. Healthy. If you could say that about a guy and that guy can play, you know, continue to play at a high level, he probably should be in the Hall of Fame. Paul, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I, the ones, I mean, not because I'm just selective, but budgetary reasons, I have one Steeler jersey, and that is TJ Watt. And yeah, if he just continues at his current pace, it, it's going to be awfully tough to convince me he doesn't belong in there. I mean, the, he, I mean, if, if not for Aaron Donald, I mean, how many uh, defensive player of the year awards is he going to accumulate? Um, so yeah. So All he's just got to keep, keep doing what he's doing and he, he's going to be a shoe in. Yeah. Darn the Madden game, because I think the Madden game had miles Garrett ranked two as a, you know, that kind of rush outside linebacker defensive end. And TJ Watt as like eight, like eight, nine, or ten. I mean, it was really low. It's like, come on. I mean, hmm. TJ's outproduced Miles Watt. I mean, Miles Garrett. It should be Miles Watt because <laughs> you know TJ Watt's the best. Dog right. on it. 
Um, when I voted for this, I, I wrote down Watt. I meant Derek. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't really mean Derek. But that would be cool because I think, uh, you know, JJ is probably going to go in as well. So it would be cool to yeah. have all of the Watts. Just have the Watt wing. And, hey, the well, training camp, Derek's been getting a lot more offensive action. Yeah, so. they've been saying that. Uh -huh. they've, been, they've been changing up the what they're doing with them. So that would be cool. Maybe we'll be talking about Derek. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going next Tuesday, so I'm going to keep an eye out for what they do with Derek. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but we're talking Hall of Fame. Let's face ourselves. We're <laughs> talking about Derek Fly. I am very pro Steelers. I'm not going to go on the show and bash Steelers, but you know we're talking Derek Watt and the Hall of Fame in the same sentence. Come on Let's, now. I mean, we're very pro Steelers. We're, we're going to gush on all the Steelers, but we're gushing a little bit too much if we get that far. Hmm. Nothing against Derek, but hey. He's got to show a little bit more. I think Derek would admit that in the last moment. Uh, okay, let's start talking about this guy. Now, number two, you guys have Heinz Ward. Love Heinz Ward. He's an irritant. He's, oh, I, man. I, 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 he's a tough That smile. Walker. That yeah. smile is so wonderful. <laughs> it's like it, may, it can light up Pittsburgh, but okay. piss off everybody in every other city in America. <laughs> it's okay. so wonderful. I'm glad he's on our team. I'll just say that. Well, here's the thing. You know, Hines, Pittsburgh was throwing the ball more when he played. His stats are a little bit higher than some other comparable guys. But you look at the NFL, and as the years roll on, you know, some of these receiver stats get way high and everything. Yeah. We start talking about which guys are in, which guys aren't in. And you get guys like, I'm not even sure if Andre reads a Hall of Fame. Remember the the Buffalo Bill guy. Yep. And that's so also wrong. But right. okay. Okay. <laughs> I can love Steelers without being sure that they're Hall of Fame. I can't tell you anything wrong with Heinz Ward game. I'm not sure if I would stake my life on the fact if Heinz Ward's a Hall of Fame or Again, this is saying nothing bad about Heinz Ward. I love me some Heinz Ward, but looking at the numbers and everything, are we looking at this Hall of Fame? Joe, I mean, you have him high on your list. He was very high on my list, and I think initially he was the first name I thought of. I'm not, I don't remember now if I had him at number one, but it was the first name that I knew had to be on this list uh, because of this. I, yes. There are other people whose numbers are more impressive. Yes, there are other people whose numbers are more impressive from the same era. And so you're not even really comparing the apples and oranges of, you know, people who are uh, the stats from people who are today where everybody has Madden numbers and it's all ridiculous. Uh, he was getting those yards in an era where it was not like this. Um, but more than being a stat house, I believe that the Hall of Fame should be there to tell the story of football. Yep. And I think his contribution to the way football was played during his era, I think is valuable to have as part of a representation of what it is the story of football during that era. I think he's very important to put there because his style of play, I think is unique enough that it's an important element to tell in the story of football. Hats off, Paul, for you first. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, he's our all-time leading receiver. Um, I, I heard yes, I saw an article yesterday that Antonio Brown is uh, going to be a, a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Hines' mm. stats are far better than Antonio Brown's. He had a, 
uh, a long sustained career. He was unlike any receiver. Uh, he wasn't that big, tall, just run fast down the field. I mean, he was almost part running back. Uh, he was also a, a key offensive weapon when you've got Jerome Bettis in your backfield. Um, yeah, uh, he was uh, Super Bowl MVP. I mean, I, I, I can't, I've no, nothing in me has, I mean, I, I don't think I would bet my life, as you said, on any of these uh, individuals to be in the Hall of Fame, but um, he, he's, he's got to be. I, it, it might take 40 years to get him there, but. He's got to get in there. I love the idea, in theory, of should the Hall of Fame tell the stories of what happened? Instead of saying, so. hey, here's this great receiver at 800 catches yeah. like Andre Reed, and oh, man, look at this other receiver that caught all these passes. Do you t- like, okay, Bill Coward, I love the fact that it was an old-school run-the-ball-down-your-throat game great defense and everything, it set the tone. Mm-hmm. Now, if you talk about like that, yeah, in the Hall of Fame a billion times over. If mm-hmm. you just look at numbers, it's kind of like the old NBA argument. Okay, is the MVP the guy who filled in the stat books the most? Or is the MVP the guy that you couldn't win without? And, you know, in NBA, a lot of people would argue, well, LeBron James should win every year based on that. Mm. I like It's hard say, to argue against that. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, to be honest, it's hard to argue against that. Would that make the Hall of Fame more compelling? Because again, not, I'm ragging Andre Reid. I'm beating him up like his whatever. But I, to me, that might be a more compelling Hall of Fame than just saying, hey, look at this guy who had a couple good years in the 70s or 80s or, or 90s, whatever else kid would be. I mean, we're biased. We're, yeah. we're Steelers fans. I mean, we're we're a podcast on the behind the steel curtain network. <laughs> <laughs> Our job is to figure out. Uh, I come up with a list of Steelers that we want to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah, there. I think there are probably other people who also deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but I'm not doing a podcast about them. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess my call is, I love everything behind Ward. I love his story. I'm not sure if they're electing people to the Hall of Fame for that. Should they? Yes. I think yeah. they should. That's the Hall of Fame I'm more interested in. I'm not oh, yeah. interested in a stat sheet. I, well, I'm not. I'm not. I don't really care about that. And, and I'm kind of wondering though if the Hall of Fame doesn't think the same way. I guess my time. Well, well. Look, hey, let's keep on track. Um, not a ton of others. Um, Andy Russell, a great linebacker. Um, you know, like if this was the NBA, what? Well, yeah, NBA Hall of Fame. Oftentimes, they'll induct a team in. So maybe the Hall of Fame should have just inducted the whole steel curtain defense. That makes sense. Yeah. that's (laughs) uh, Because there are, like the way that I was talking last week about the importance of like the offensive line and their play coming up in the the coming season, I think this is a demonstration of the way that a squad can work together and really be greater than the sum of its parts. Um, Yeah. And it, the fact that these guys should be in the Hall of Fame, it's, it's not about stats. Even though they have great stats, it's not even about that. It's they were so dominant as a force that all of football had to be prepared for that style of defense. They changed the way the game was played. Uh, and that's something that you should be honoring everybody who was involved in that. Yeah. Because that's about the story. 
It's not about the stats. I, I'm going to shake my get off my lawn, you know, cane or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, you guys had Gary Anderson, you know, a very good kicker uh, for the Steelers, kind of near the end of the Chuck Noah era. Um, kind of interesting. I, I love me some Gary Anderson. My favorite Gary Anderson memory was that 50 yard field goal he kicked uh, to beat the Oilers in the wild card game where. Bobby Brister beat Warren Moon. Yeah, just crazy. And therefore, well, Bobby Brister should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah, well, the Sewers Hall. Of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have Sewers Ring of Honor that Lewis Lips got in. Yeah. 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 I mean, great. Hey, Bobby should be in there. Just Congratulations to him, man. That's great. Uh, definitely. Um, I I look at Hall of Fame kickers like, um, and I know we can't <clears throat> say the name, but the, you know the kicker for the Ravens. I mean, he's scary good. You know, I, I'm not sure if Gary Anderson meets it to good criteria, but no, he's he's like one of the best kids for about 58 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, he used to run. kick the ball when it was a stone. Well, <laughs> he, he played with what? that leather helmet. Yeah, man, right, that he, leather helmet where you just he, like dive face forward. <laughs> but I want one room of Hall of Fame people. I don't want to have to walk for eight rooms and have these guys. From I want it to be remember. filled with people, and it has the automated chair that you sit in, and it takes you through the whole thing. Like, oh, it's yeah. a small world, but not that song. <laughs> it should be, all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. <laughs> and just... <laughs> For a four and a half hours while you go through the Hall of Fame, it's nothing but all my rowdy friends are coming well, over tonight. Let me say this, and we got to get to number one. I Maybe really Renegade. Think, we can throw Renegade in there, too. I really think if you make the Hall of Fame, you move into the Hall of Fame, and you're there for the rest of your life. I I, I think that would make a one. Are you, are you then buried there as well? Yeah. I, I mean, oh, it's my like, gosh. This is such a weird existence. Yes. <laughs> And it is ahead for our number one guy, man. Yes. <laughs> number one. And, uh, you know, you guys have him high. I am pretty high on the list. You got to look for Big Ben. And let's, gotta. We're, we're getting near the end of our time today. But I think Big Ben made the Hall of Fame with the win of the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. But you got to think, yeah. the first Super Bowl, <clears throat> Big Ben did not play that well. I think it was like 9 no. for 20. It wasn't a good performance at all. Second year, I, you know, when they beat the Cardinals – yeah, James Harrison long interception return was very helpful to that cause. But, you know, Big Ben had the last-second game-winning drive. I mean, a great catch by San Antonio Holmes, but Big mm-hmm. Ben led it. Um, I think if Big Ben did not win that game, I'm thinking Big Ben might be in the Heinz Ward level where you're like, hey, good quarterback, but maybe he shouldn't be there. Um I mean, a lot of people still think that that's think that of him. All of the people talking about how this season he's not really going to be that good and, oh, he's already done and all this stuff. But I think the thing that's going to cap it is going to be when he wins the Super Bowl this year over Tom Brady. Oh. Um, yeah. Ooh. That's absolutely. Shot fired. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, not? Why not? Because it's the first <laughs> week of August. We have the, haven't even played the whole the Hall of Fame game yet. Might as well throw no, crazy things out. Well, and I think it, two. I think two Super Bowls did. Um, Paul, your thoughts? Uh, Dan Fouts is in. Ben's a shoe in. Okay. Very good. Short uh, and sweet. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not thought. like Ben. He's not well, short. Well, <laughs> I'm sure he's sweet. He probably is. Yeah, lots of good thoughts there. So, <laughs> excellent. 
these guys, I, I don't know how else to end. I mean, you know, I, I could yell and scream, but hey, good thoughts, way to go. So it's good. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for checking out the Steelers Power Half Hour. We try to bring some good insight about the Steelers, but have fun at doing it because, hey, I get bummed out when the Steelers don't win, but it's a game. We want to have fun with it. So, yeah, we are definitely serious Steelers insight people, but we want to have fun at the same time. Thanks and for we recorded in. this so so much earlier before the Hall of Fame game. You know, we're so glad that the Steelers won by 153 points. It was amazing. I think no one saw that coming out of the Hall of Fame game. Definitely. Well, hey, thanks for checking out our show. We'll be back next week with another new topic. Uh, man, thank you to Paul and Joe, and this is Chris. Have a great day. Thanks for checking out our show. Good night, everybody.